Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. CrossFit Bound in Kennesaw, Georgia, is serving members once again. I sat down with Brandon Phillips, the owner of the box, in this episode to discuss what reopening has looked like for his gym. From limiting entry and exits, to set class numbers, to spending $500 on 20,000 sanitation wipes, there is a lot going into keeping members safe. Interestingly, he said 70 to 75% of the rules currently being implemented will stay, from signing into classes to cleaning equipment. But he does hope to reopen cubby usage in the future. We also chatted about the month of May being Hero Month for the gym, as well as plans for how to handle Murph this year. Brandon also dove into special cleaning investments he's made and why a positive attitude is one of the most important things right now. And while reopening has required a lot of planning and forethought, Brandon said it's been worth it for the impact on members' emotional and mental states. So, take a listen to my conversation with Brandon in hopes it can shed some light on the next steps for your gym. Well, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm your host, Heather Hartman, editor of Box Pro Magazine, and I am here with a special guest, Brandon from CrossFit Bound. Brandon, it's great to have you. It's great to have you today. Can you go ahead and just say hey to our audience and um, just tell them who you are and uh, where you're coming from? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Um, my name is Brandon Phillips. I've been uh, in the CrossFit world since 2009. Opened my affiliate up in 2013. Prior to that, I was a school teacher and I was an individual athlete in the 2009, 10, 11, and 12 games. Barely missed it in 13 at regionals, and then our affiliate went on a uh, went to the games in 15 and 16. So, been a part of the CrossFit world for a long time. It's helped. Uh, I met my wife in it. We got married in 2013 as well. And uh, just been doing that and and enjoying it, enjoying the ride, learning as we go. Yeah, it sounds like there was some sort of transition that happened from school teacher to business owner. That is quite a leap there, Brandon. Yeah, there was a it was a pretty sad transition, actually. But now, in hindsight, I'm glad it happened. I was uh, I was a high school wrestling coach and strength conditioning coach at a uh, local school in Atlanta, and you know there was a wrestling practice. It was really tough for a kid, and after talking to the administrators and stuff like that, it was just best if I if I left the school. So they let me go, and it was really sad to me because I really loved coaching. I love the kids. I love seeing kids. You know, we had a, we had a state champion and a couple other state placers that worked really hard and. Then we had other kids that, you know, that never really had a chance of winning any matches. And then you see them win matches and just seeing like success in kids and seeing confidence built in kids. I really enjoyed that part of coaching and not just for wrestling, but for all the sports I worked with and all the athletes and um, developed some great relationships. Some of those kids actually joined the gym after I left the school. But in hindsight, it, this is the path I should have been on to begin with. So I learned a lot while I was school teaching. I learned a lot about organization. I learned a lot about how to run classes. So I'm thankful for that experience. And I got to work with a lot of administrators, too. So just being exposed to that and then becoming a business owner and now just seeing why they implemented systems and, and how they organized, you know, events and, and uh, the classes once again, it, that helped 
make the experience better for our members here across the bound. Yeah, that's interesting. I'm I'm sorry it was a sad transition, but it is cool to see that you have such a perspective now where you're like, this is this is it. This is where I'm supposed to be. And I've learned a lot from that previous experience. So that's awesome, Brandon. That's really cool. And um, off of that, it just sounds like it's been a crazy ride since uh, from competition to growing the business and all that. And now we're in a pandemic. Did you ever expect this to happen? No, this is definitely not part of the game plan. I don't think in anybody's business and uh, business model or any type of uh, SOGs that they have. But um, it's something that we just got to work with and just move forward. And whenever this first came out, I kind of had an idea that once seeing some stuff close, you know, I contacted like our landlord. I contacted some other people I know and, and that on CrossFit Gems. I'm like, hey, man, what do you think we're going to be doing? And majority of them said closing down. So we just went ahead and prepared ourselves for that shutdown. And then once it got implemented, we just rented out all of our equipment. We did a majority of our workouts online. So we used, uh, we were using Beyond the Whiteboard at the time. So I was just doing daily videos, posting uh, the warm up, the workout, how to scale that down to just body weight or dumbbells or barbells, whatever they had. And then we had a cash out. You know, we just kind of kept the exact same thing going. I even added in some other tracks, like aerobic tracks, that made them all time based for our members. So if they didn't have access to a rower or a bike or ski erg, at least they can go out and run and do something else. And we tried Zoom classes, but our members, they really like personal interaction. It just didn't, it didn't really catch fire. But a majority of our members were happy with what we were providing them. They stayed with us. And I was super, you know, super happy. And I'm grateful for that as well. And, uh, but that's just how we, we know we handled it and moved forward. It couldn't be sad about it. You know, just have to keep moving. We do have to keep moving. That is for sure. And it is interesting from the different affiliates I talked to, you know, some, some gyms, Zoom classes take off and it is just the, you know, the highlight of the town and, and they love them. And then in other gyms like your own, it's like, mm. <laughs> it sounds like they really liked, you know, what you all were providing and, and just kind of connecting, like you said, one-on-one. -on -one. So it's really interesting trying to read the membership in that. So was it just like following up with the members on a daily basis, you know, checking in with them? How did you do that? Yeah, it was basically following up with them on a daily basis. I created a schedule for me to meet one-on-one -on -one with members at the gym that wanted to. We have an in-body scanner and we do like quarterly goal review sessions. So, but just to help them out through like the month, I was like, hey, y'all want to come in for an in-body scan? Let's go over your macros. Let's adjust them to your exercise. What are you going to be doing? If you're not going to be exercising as much, so let's just work on your nutrition aspect. So I just basically built out a calendar, met with everybody one-on-one, -on -one, did some personal programming design for certain members that wanted it, that uh, had equipment at home, that wanted a little bit more like focus on strength work or something like that. But that's just staying in contact with the members and just trying to provide them with what they need at the time and what they want. I love that. I love that you were doing one-on-one -on -one meetings and bringing them into the gym and doing the in-body scan and talking about macros. That is, that's a great idea. Not one I've heard. I'm sure other gyms might be doing something similar, but I haven't heard that. So how did the members receive that? Did they respond pretty well? The members responded really well. And even for those members that didn't have a time to come in, because like, you know, a lot of them are moms or dads and they have to stay at home with their kids during all this. And then they have their jobs working from home. So I even did like a little video on how to do your macros. 
So even if they had the previous in-body scans, it was like, hey, this is how we're going to adjust it. This is how, you know, you're only exercising two days a week now. So let's let's pull back on these. We're not lifting as much weight. So let's do this, this, and this, and change it up. And made just basically a little uh, video for them to watch at home on top of And then also meeting with the other ones one-on-one. So it was just, you know, keeping that line of communication open as much as possible. Yeah, I love that. I love that stress that stress of the nutrition element because I think sometimes I can get lost, but especially in quarantine when you're not working out as much or lifting as much weights, like things have to be adjusted. So I love that you were all talking to members about that. And it, it's it's neat to hear that they responded well to that. So and also so something interesting about CrossFit Bound uh, to our listeners is that um, Jim is located actually in Georgia and Georgia wowed America <laughs> by reopening a lot of different things. Um, and, and unfortunately, the state received a lot of criticism. Uh, it sounds like it's going well so far, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, I definitely want to sit down with Brandon today and, and talk to him about reopening and just kind of check in, Brandon, you know, h- how's it been going? Um, uh, can you just kind of recap maybe a little bit of what you all are doing, um, safety measures you're taking, precautions you're taking, and how that has looked since you all have reopened in this? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a 6,000 square foot facility uh, like 1,600 square feet of its offices. The other, you know, remaining 44,000 plus square feet is warehouse space that has two bay doors, uh, sunlights that come through the ceilings, 25 foot tall ceilings. We have, you know, a big ass fan in there. So we have plenty of room to get people their social distancing aspect. We also have, you know, 15 men bars, 15 female bars. We have plenty of weights. We have 100 feet of rig. So we limited our classes to 12 people. So we have enough space, enough equipment to, you know, basically everybody use their own piece of equipment. We all, we have nine rowers, nine bikes. So any any workout, somebody can, you know, scale to what they what we want the workout to be for them. And then on top of that, we made all of our members go in and out the bay doors. They can't come into the front office areas right now and just kind of keep keep them away from each other. Can't use our cubbies. Everyone has to sanitize their hands entering, leaving the building. Uh, we have a thermometer in the front to take temperatures of the, all of our members before class. Uh, every piece of equipment we purchase, you know, you can't find a sanitation wipe right now for anything. So luckily I found one company that was doing bulk sales. So I had to spend like 500 bucks on 20,000 wipes. So we got enough oh wipes goodness. to last, old, but it's worth the investment. You know, we, I was like, let's just do it. And so we have the 20,000 wipes now for them to use. They sanitize every piece of equipment they touch. The floor that they, they sweat on, their little square, their space is wiped down. The pull-up bars wiped down. Even like rope climbs, they'll go to the top, uh, get the uh, either the disinfectant spray bottle or, um, or the wipes and come down slowly with those, just trying to keep everything safe and clean. Uh, no sharing of equipment is allowed. We don't really have any partner workouts right now. Our staff has been fantastic in implementing these um, these uh, rules that we have going forward, and plus they help out clean the floors. We got one of the bulldog scrubbers, so especially cleaned almost after every class or every series of classes. So the 5:30 a.m. it gets cleaned, uh, after the 9 and 12 gets cleaned, and then in the afternoons it gets cleaned after our three classes in the afternoons. We also um, we we were fortunate one of the gyms to get like our emergency loan and our PPP. So I took some of that and invested in a hydroxyl generator. 
it's basically like an ozone clean ozone cleaner but you can have it uh in in working spaces and it cleans and purifies the airs eliminates all you know germs bacteria viruses that are airborne and it also helps like clean the equipment with certain uh, uh, uh sprays that you can have we run that every night whenever the doors are down we run it uh, and it does like 40,000 cubic feet. So basically 4,000 square feet, it cleans and moves air. Pretty big fan. And then um, members, they have to leave following the classes. The majority of them go outside, go out back, and they just hang out out there. But they can't hang out inside the building once class is over. And then the uh, majority of our workouts are programmed outside as much as we can. Uh, luckily, it's been last week was a little rainy, so that was tough. But this week's been gorgeous, so a lot of our workouts have been outside. And then was um, I think that's about it. Yeah. 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 It. No, it sounds very detailed. <laughs> sounds like there's a lot of moving parts and probably stuff that you never imagined having to do in your affiliate <laughs> with running classes and well, you know having members in there. It's actually. It's been really good because now we've developed a really good system. Our members, you know, I, I personally, I know a lot of gyms are getting a lot of negative feedback or people from the outside of the gym give a lot of negative feedback. But I don't think those people take our clients into consideration. Our clients are smart, capable human beings that know how to take care of themselves. And most of them have families they go home to. And they make sure that they clean every piece of equipment. They make sure that they wash their hands before leaving and then after working out. They don't get in their car with dirty bags or sweaty. They bring extra set of clothes in. You know, like they're smart people and they know how to stay clean and stay sanitary and keep their social distance from one another. But I think there's like this common misconception that everybody's in there giving each other hugs and high fives and just rolling at each other's sweat. Man, uh, that's not the case. Our members have been awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I do think that there is that misconception and uh, but you, you don't know unless they're in there and you're seeing the members, um, you know, take take pride in what they're doing. And so actually, I just got the phone with another affiliate owner in Georgia and he was just saying, you know, we all want to make this work because I don't think anybody wants to go back into a second quarantine. So I do think Absolutely. clients and yeah, I think clients and members are trying to take really good care of stuff because they don't want to lose the gym again. So I think you're right. And and so so with that, Brandon, I'm just kind of curious. So having been reopened now for what a week, maybe maybe two weeks, week and a half, or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. Having been reopened, what maybe is there anything you've learned, lessons learned, things that you've seen work really well? Uh, you know, like oh, like you know, this actually was an unexpected challenge, challenge, but we've overcome it. Is there anything that you can maybe talk about that you know other affiliate owners who haven't reopened yet might need to know, or it would be helpful for them to know? Yeah, uh, I think whatever, whenever we discuss, like in your article, is I sat down and I just thought about the client experience, how they, where they park in the parking lot, how they enter the building, do the, what do they bring in, where do they stand before the workout, after the workout, during the workout, like just trying to think about every little detail about a client as they walk in the door and as they leave, and then just creating, you know, safety measures within those parameters. Because that's all it is. It's, you shouldn't look any more or any less into it, in my personal opinion. And since I, we took that approach, it's been, I mean, actually, we have not had any kind of negative feedback. There's been nothing uh, that I can, you know, complain about or even say that it was difficult to get people to do. 
Uh, I know we've tried to in the past, like get people to sign in on classes and some of our OG members that have been here for, you know, three to five years, they were kind of hard headed and resistant, but now they, you know, they have classes booked out for a month ahead of time. And, uh, and I'm, we're going to continue that uh, once this is all over with. And so some of this stuff is actually going to be a very positive that we can just continue on and not let go of it because I know whenever before we closed down, all of our members were doing a great job of cleaning up after themselves and make sure all the equipment was clean. And then when we came back, we had like a couple of people that were that like left a barbell out or left weights out or we caught them not cleaning stuff. And I'm not afraid of calling somebody out, especially like in a private Facebook group, depending on who it is. And I'll, you know, I'll call them out and then everybody's watching them the next class and it becomes like a joke. <laughs> but at the same time, it's serious. And then it just kind of uh, stops the problem. Hmm. Yeah, I, I do think it's interesting. I mean, I know the gym where I go, uh, our cleaning before, you know, shutting down really picked up. And it, I know we all talked about, well, this would be really great to continue after all this is over <laughs> to really wipe stuff down and get, and get it clean. So, and it is interesting. I like how you said with OG members, you know, they wouldn't sign in. You're just going to get them to do it. You know, they're in a habit. And now they're doing it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Th- th- there probably can be some great benefits from, from this time. And, and yeah, a- any other maybe things that you see carrying over that you're like, you know, this could be really good to continue. This could be really good for business uh, to continue on with, you know, even after the, the pandemic kind of calms down a little bit. I'm uh, um, um, probably going to, keep about 70 to 75 percent of like the rules that we put into place i'm going to keep them going the only thing that's really going to change is like the enter and exit you know they'll be able to come in through the front door uh here soon eventually uh instead of going in through the bay doors in the back we'll be able to use our cubbies again you know like those type of things i know the members really enjoy that way they can just kind of secure all of their stuff because you know how crossfitters have a piece of equipment for every workout and for every exercise that they do so a lot of people have missed out like doing those things. But good thing for us, we're we're in our hero month. So it was, I'm really happy that we opened back up and Governor Kemp allowed us to because it's like our favorite month of the year for our members. And uh, it would have been really sad to try to do all this stuff at home by yourself. A lot of our members probably would have been meeting in their garages or, you know, at their cul-de-sacs through a lot of these workouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one of the saddest things, because I'm, I'm based in Louisville, Kentucky with Boxford Magazine, and one of the saddest things is that gyms aren't supposed to reopen until June 1st, and so we're going to miss out on Murph, <laughs> and Murph is like one of the oh, best, man. Yeah, yeah, it's one of the best times of the year, and unfortunately, the only pull-up bar I have at home, it only allows for strict pull-ups, <laughs> so I'm not doing 100 strict That's pull-ups. That's going to be a lot of strict pull-ups. <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> a hard no to that. <laughs> I'll just do some, I'll do some barbell rows or something, but yeah. So I think you just do a hundred rounds of one, two, three, just one pull oh, up, two push ups, three air squats, a hundred rounds. Still, no, that still sounds horrible. It still sounds horrible, but it, it oh, sounds would more be doable. Horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So, We'll see. Part of me is just like, uh, I'll just, you know, I'll just wait. I'll wait till mid-June <laughs> to do So Or just drive down to Georgia and you can just join us. There you go. Why did I think of that? I should do that. Yeah. That is so true. Road trip. <laughs> Road trip for Murph. Um, but yeah, I do think that's really cool that you all have been able to reopen, especially in 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 um, 
hero month and that's a that's even a neat thing having a hero month and doing he- the hero workouts so do you all do a hero workout every day is or every saturday or mm-hmm. what no we do a hero workout every day every day Ooh. yeah that's awesome yeah, it's a, we started doing it four years ago and the first time i announced it all of our members were like i can't do it and then after they did it it's become like besides the well, it used to be the open, and now the way they've changed up the open, it's kind of lost its luster in our gym. But uh, but now, like this month has become like a favorite month out of all of our members. Wow, that's really cool. I know because mm-hmm. you said here a workout every day, and I was like, oh man, that sounds exhausting. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this year, like we usually do like monthly challenges, you know, like do 5,000 push ups in a month or do you know, nutrition challenge in a month, but this month we're partnered up with the 20 the shepherds men and these guys are located in atlanta and they help out veterans because there's 22 veterans that you know commit suicide a day so we've partnered up with them this month and doing like donations 22 dollars to donate to them we're trying to complete 22 of the workouts uh the hero workouts this month and we'll give out certificates and they're actually coming in this saturday and going to lead like uh, a class workout for everybody to do for one of their uh their uh fallen friends that I passed away last year. So it's always good. We always got like a positive message behind everything that we do, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I love that. I, that's really cool. Um, that is, yeah, that's really neat. And, and I just, I thought of another question because, you know, I don't, I don't know how you all run Murph at your gym. The way I've seen it run at other gyms is, you know, everyone comes on like one or two days and they all, you know, you have like 30 people, 40 people doing mm-hmm. it at the same time, but I don't think that's going to happen this year <laughs> or be yeah, allowed this year to. It's going to be, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a challenge this year. I mean, we, unfortunately for us, we have, you know, we have three, three or four cops with us. Uh, we have a bunch of firefighters, a bunch of public service people that have to be in there. And I always ask them, you know, like, what what's going on in those board meetings you know what are they saying are they telling y'all to go around check everybody and um i'm not going to tell what they've been saying or not but just trying to stay in the loop because i don't want to obviously have somebody come over here and you know get us in trouble but at the same time i want to provide like what our members want and we have you know mm-hmm. 100 feet of pull-up bars so we'll be able to have take a fairly large amount of people because the only time they really need to be inside is doing pull-ups and then the rest of the stuff can be outside so we'll be able to make like a workout up and do a lot of stuff. We have a fairly large area in the back. We have a nice little mile run area. Everybody can kind of keep their distance from one another. So we're fortunate in that, that aspect. But we can probably have, you know, a little bit larger classes for Memorial Day Murph. We usually do one big class, but this year we'll probably have like three uh, big classes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been thinking. It's like it's probably gonna have to be more, almost more like hour-long heats. <laughs> you know, do right. hour-long heats. You know, maybe three or four classes on Saturday. That Memorial Day, if you do them, three or four classes that day. You know, depending on how big or small your gym is. So, yeah, just gonna. I was just gonna, just gonna curious. I'm like, oh, I can ask him about this because that is that is coming up quick. But you know what? I don't know about you, but I am more prepared for Murph this year in air squats than I've ever been. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah of at-home workouts so but now the pull-ups push-ups and air air squats and push-ups but the pull-ups i think we're gonna have ripped hands this year (laughs) a lot of ripped hands everybody's been keeping those calluses are going away on a lot of people's hands it's not gonna be a good thing i know i know it's not gonna be good so yeah so and so brandon is kind of you know starting to wrap up um you know kind of starting to uh dial us back in um 
when it comes to, you know, reopening lessons learned, uh, you know, and maybe even the future and looking ahead, what, what maybe final piece of advice or uh, tip or even encouragement could you give to our listeners today, just as, you know, they too are working through and trying to thrive in this pandemic? Uh, just stay positive. That's our attitude reflects everything that we do. And if we keep a positive attitude, you know, you keep your shoulders pinned back. You don't slouch over, you know, don't show defeat in your body language just to keep a positive mindset. That's going to help a lot of people out. Uh, I see a lot of people just going around in, in fear or uncertainty right now. And um, that's really going to transfer over into like your decisions that you make. If you come from a good attitude, you'll make really good decisions. If you come from a bad attitude, you're probably going to make bad decisions. And uh, that's that's like some of the biggest things I've learned during this is just trying to maintain a positive attitude and uh, find out what works and find out what doesn't work and just use that. Make a lot of mistakes because I've made a lot of mistakes and over the time that over uh, starting to get better at them. I know that and making good decisions. Uh, yeah, just stay, yeah. just stay positive. Just stay positive. Yeah, and for gym owners, it. clean the gym. <laughs> like right now, that's like a big. That's going to be a big selling point moving forward. Is when somebody walks in the door, do you have a disorganized, unclean gym, or do you have an organized, clean gym that when somebody goes into it smells good? It doesn't smell like you know an old locker room. Like you just, those little things are going to be a big, big deal moving forward. Yeah, I love that being positive. I think that's a huge influencer, especially when it comes to the affiliate owner and the coaches in the gym. Got to be positive in that atmosphere. And then with that cleaning, oh my gosh, so important. Like if, if it wasn't important before it is now, <laughs> I feel like yeah. uh, Greg, Greg Glassman's, you know, push on that clean bathroom is really taking on new meaning right now. So definitely, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I still, I think that's great. Well, yeah. Well, awesome. Well, for our listeners today, guys, Brandon had a lot of great advice. Uh, He had a lot of just insight into what it looks like to even reopen one's gym. Sounds like there's a lot of uh, forethought that needs to happen and planning. And it sounds like a lot of communication as well as positive vibes and cleanliness. We just need to be clean. So I don't know if you guys heard, but I know he mentioned like they they scrub their floors like three times a day, y'all. So that is super important. But uh, so whatever whatever you listen to, whatever you heard, uh, definitely start to plan. You got to start to plan for reopening and start to communicating with start to communicate with your members about that. So Brandon, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for just chatting and and sharing what's going on with you all. I know this is an unprecedented time and. You're learning along with the rest of us, but it's still it's still good to hear like, hey, what are you doing? What's up with you? So really appreciate it and, and just you sharing and being on the show today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me again. And that wraps it up for this episode of Box Talk. If you liked what you heard or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear, let me know by emailing Heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.